Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcasts, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive, and these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. Our goal is to bring you some of the best and brightest minds that the AEC industry has to offer. Today, I am here again with my sidekick and compatriot, Sanjay Jenkins. Uh, Sanjay is a member of the marketing team here at Zweig Group, and he has joined me for several other podcasts that we've done in the recent past, including our famous life hacker series. And today we are coming back with another life hacker topic. And I don't know, I don't know about you uh, or anyone listening to this, but I think it's, I think it's appropriate to say that um, you, you end the way you begin. And, and in that, in that respect, I think when you begin the day, right, you can end the day right. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about from a life hack uh, process, you know, what does your morning routine look like? We want to, we want to learn from engineers and architects out there, uh, what they are doing, uh, with their morning routine. Is there something specific that they do to get themselves going in the morning and to get their day started? Keeping in mind that, that most of the people that are listening to this podcast have a lot on their plate. Um, you guys are, are making and designing and, and, and fixing, you know, major, um, buildings and roads and uh, all kinds of critical infrastructure projects. And so it'd be curious to know what, what you guys are doing to um, to make your day go smoother and to just basically plan uh, to have a really good day. And so we want to kind of get into some of the morning routines and rituals that uh, that we go through and, and, and some ways that you can kind of hack your morning uh, and get the most of it. So Sanjay, why don't, why don't, um, why don't you say hi to the audience and, and, uh, and why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your morning routine? Yeah, absolutely. Hello everyone. Once again, Sanjay Jenkins, uh, marketing and e-commerce specialist here at Zwy Group. I always uh, forget the e-commerce yeah, piece of the it. So, yeah, yeah it's, got it, that's got the back end side. Exactly, yeah. exactly. No pun intended, folks. But, <laughs> but yes, it is the back end yeah. side. But it's important. So no, definitely, it's the you, you don't you you don't hear about it if you know. Hopefully, if, if everything's working, you don't know that you know I've done anything. But uh, my morning routine, especially as of late, has been pretty frantic in that it's usually uh the alarm goes off, I hit the shower, get my clothes on. 
And, uh, you know, I'm in the car. Uh, lately, I've been having to uh, commute a lot from uh, Joplin, Missouri, which is about uh, an hour and a half north of Fayetteville, where we're based in, uh, to drop my little brother off at school every day uh, just to, to help out my family. And uh, as a result, things have been pretty off uh, the the routine. But normally what I'll do is I'll, I'll wake up, um, I'll take some time to read something, uh, whether it's on my phone or, or if it's a book that I've been working on, and I'm uh, kind of a serial procrastinator when it comes to actually reading, uh, in that I, I start a book, I'll take uh, a long time to actually finish the book, um, but I usually try to knock out a couple pages each each morning, um, and I'll have uh, a cup of, of coffee. It's the, uh, this raspberry-flavored uh, coffee uh, that I get from Walmart. It's like a K-cup. It's a Keurig situation. Yeah. Um, have to have that. That's like the only flavor I can really tolerate in the mornings. If it's not coffee, then I, I'll have a bit of tea. And, uh, and then it's off to the races, hit the shower and then, you know, in the car at the office. That's, that's really, uh, that's all I do. Um, however, I've been, uh, researching a lot lately, trying to be a bit more purposeful in my morning routine because as you said, you know, you're, you know, it ends as it starts. And, Right now, things have been so, uh, you know, all over the place that you don't really have any sort of like, there's not a whole lot of peace right. that, that you can make with with your day. And that, that carries over. That doesn't, you know, just stop on that day and, you know, it just completely resets. You, you do sort of, you know, whether it's like a, a rest issue or maybe, you, you know, your, your mind is, your stress it's if it's like a physical rest versus like a mental uh, rest and, you know, just how much stress you're dealing with. Just doing some little things every morning can help you reduce, uh, you know, the stress, the anxiety, all the little things that sort of like keep you from performing the way you want to be performing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you, you, you being somebody that has just recently graduated from college. Right. And so you can certainly speak from one end of the spectrum. <laughs> As opposed to me that I've been out of school now almost, well, uh, you know, 25 years or so, give or take a few. But the bottom line is that, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter how young or how old you are. The way you start your day is the way that you're going to end your day. Correct. Uh, and of course we could beat that to the cows come home, but I know that there are some, there are some specific routines and it sounds like you've got your own little method that works and everybody's going to have their own method mm -hmm. or routine that does work. Um, I, I, lately I've, I've listened to some others talk about it. It seems to be the, the, um, it seems to be the, the, the talk of all the podcasts lately when people right. ask, well, what's your morning routine like? And so you hear variations, uh, on it. And, and, and basically the system that I'm going to share, uh, uh, with the audience, the listening audience is one that I learned from reading a book called Miracle Morning, uh, by Hal Elrod. It's a, it's actually a really, really great book. Um, and that kind of got me on a path uh, or gave me a foundation for waking up in the morning where I could kind of get my day started the best way that I know how. And so essentially in the book, The Miracle Morning, without really getting into, um, all the different topics in it, he, Hal talks about 
uh, ways for you to have a couple of key things that you do every morning, morning in and morning out. They, they say you should get up every day uh, at the same time, whether it's uh, the, the weekday or the weekend. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because sometimes on Sunday morning, I do like to sleep in and I'm sure I can get an amen from a lot of people that are listening <laughs> to this podcast. Uh, but, you know, when you have kids or if you have other challenges that you're dealing with, you know, getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning every morning is it, it can be tough, but um, certainly uh, a good night's sleep is the precursor to everything that we're discussing here. Uh, without that, going to bed at two or three in the morning and getting right back up at five or six in the morning, you're you're really uh, doing yourself and your body a disservice, as well as your as well as whatever organization that you're working for and whatever you're doing for people, because you're just not fully there. Uh, and so I think um, you know, with with the understanding that this this comes with a good night's sleep precedes that. And, and so the miracle morning, um, talks about a couple of things that you wake up and, you know, you have some time for prayer or meditation or whatever is important to you just to kind of get some, um, quiet space to be in. I mean, meditation has become a big thing now. There are, um, there are uh, apps out there like Calm and others where you can meditate for five to 10 minutes. And there is scientific studies that have shown the improved benefits of the mind with your focus and mental acuity when you take time in the morning to, you know, basically meditate. Mm-hmm. The military you know? is using it. Yeah. They've got their soldiers, you know, actually just about every level of the military, people are using meditation to be more effective. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that, that's one thing. Um, the other piece, uh, that the Miracle Morning Makeover talks about, uh, is journaling, uh, kind of writing down and getting some of your thoughts out of your head and onto paper. And there's something about the tactile, um, aspect of writing on paper as opposed to typing on a, on a computer. I mean, you can type on a computer, you can type on your phone, but I think the idea here is that if, if you can to avoid getting on your devices first thing in the morning so that you can kind of let yourself fully, um, get immersed in the start of the day and not be consumed by uh, electronic devices. Although I do know some people personally, some people I care very deeply about right here in this office mm-hmm. that would struggle without picking up their phone first thing in the morning. And I get it. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people too. I usually try to take a few minutes before I actually pick up my phone and I don't keep it in the room that I sleep in. Um, and that's kind of the topic of another, another conversation when it comes to life hacks for a good night's rest. But when it comes to getting up and when it comes to that morning routine, you know, they, they say, um, obviously having some time for meditation, a prayer, reflection, whatever you want to call it, um, a time for journaling or writing down some of your thoughts, um, a time for reading, mm-hmm. uh, to take in, you know, really good information that, that is available to you. And sometimes, you know, that time at five, five thirty in the morning, maybe six o'clock before the, the rest of the house wakes up, that's like the best time to crack open a book. And yeah. so one thing that I know I do, and I actually this, everything that I'm saying has come because I have become much more disciplined after reading the miracle morning, mm-hmm. um, that I, I specifically try to read 15 to 20 pages every morning of some book. It doesn't matter whatever. It, I don't care what it is. The Bible, it could be your favorite fiction book, your favorite nonfiction book. It doesn't matter. Maybe it could be a magazine for work. I don't know. But I mean, the bottom line is just being disciplined about reading every morning. Sometimes if you do that consistently, you'll find that you can knock books out very easily. Mm-hmm. And if I was reading an article the other day. I mean, Warren Buffett reads about 500 pages 
a day. Wow. It's That's, crazy when yeah. you think about it. He consumes that much. A lot of it is newspaper. A lot of it are financial reports. Um, but when you think about that consumption, that level of consumption, I mean, here he is, one of the richest men in the world. Um, there is a direct result. You know, they say leaders are readers. So, um, that's, that's one way to kind of find that time to read is by sticking it in there first thing in the morning before the rest of the house wakes up. And then the, the fourth thing is exercise. Yeah. You've got to find some time for yourself. You really do. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really important. And so that's the one thing that I definitely can say that I, I personally am disciplined about. And I'm not, I'm not being braggadocious, but I, I, I certainly take time every morning unless I'm traveling. And even then, if I'm traveling, unfortunately, because sometimes I have to get up at, really early hours to make out, make, make my way either to Tulsa or to XNA, which is our local airport here in Northwest Arkansas. I sometimes have to get up at three or four o'clock in the morning just to get my workout in before I go anywhere. And I just choose to do that because it's so much easier to work out the first thing in the morning than it is to work out later in the day. But again, it's just, this is not an indictment of how you work out it. You, sh- everybody should just work out and find time for it. Uh, and then I heard a really interesting statistic or fact is that from a doctor, uh, a neuroendocrinologist who said that, you know, we, when we work out, we don't exercise to lose weight. That's not the, that's not the primary goal. We actually exercise to feel better about ourselves mm-hmm. and to feel better in general. Um, and so I thought that was quite interesting. And, and so really the, the only way is according to this doctor is that the only way to truly lose weight, um, is to, um, is to, is to eat right. Uh, and, and it's not so much about, you know, um, you know, going and working out and lifting and all that other stuff. Cause if anything, that, that puts muscle on you and muscle is more dense than fat. Right. So you, you will, if it theoretically could, could weigh more mm-hmm. working out more, you know, but you got to eat right. It's that combination of the two, but the working out piece of it provides us a, a certain sense of satisfaction in the brain that helps you go a long way. And I believe that if, if you can work out in the morning, it can go a long way with helping you to have a really solid day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, to, to go off of, of, of the workout idea, you know, I, I've lately been consumed by this idea of improving upon myself, uh, you know, whether it's a specific skill, maybe it's just overall, uh, 1% each week to get better. Yeah. Um, incremental growth. Right. right. And so, you know, with the working out, you know, one of the benefits about doing it in the day, in, in the, in the morning is that, you know, it's done. And you have something, you have like a, like a victory to celebrate. You have something to be grateful for. Like, oh man, I got my work at it. And that like puts you in a good mood that you can carry, uh, forward throughout the day. And those small victories actually matter a lot. I think, um, I was reading something, uh, very recently about, you know, if you really want to, you know, just do something very small, that's very easy to do, but that will actually have a, a good benefit to your mind. Yeah. And how you, you know, perceive your day is making your bed. Right. Like literally the yeah. very first thing you do when you yeah. get up is yeah. just make your bed. And that's like a small victory. It's something, you know, Tony Robbins talks about, you know, having three things to be grateful for every morning when right. you wake up. That's part of his routine. Right. And uh, I mean, just make your bed. And that's yeah. something that I've been trying to do recently. I'm, you know. 21 year old boy i i, I don't <laughs> always do that <laughs> right well when i don't make my bed my right. mom you know yeah she'll yeah, remind yeah. me she'll, remind <laughs> she'll you, call so, me even yeah. if she's not in the same city have you she'll... made your bed right yeah but uh yeah, it's um funny. but it, it, it does help and i tend to have better days on the days that i make my bed yeah 
Listen, I I totally agree. Actually, one of our colleagues, uh, Chad Coldiron, that's all he ever talks about is if that's like the first thing he does as soon as he wakes up is make his bed. And I know some people, I mean, most people do. Some people listening to to this are probably saying, well, I do that. I'm sure everybody else does. The assumption, I I don't know what percentage of people actually make their bed versus those that don't, uh, but there is something to be said for it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it, it is part of a way of preparing yourself for the day. It's kind of like they say, as soon as you hit, as soon as that alarm goes off, don't hit the snooze button, get out of bed and get some cold water on your face and try to drink some water because that, if nothing else, that will wake you up. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also this idea of priming. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So I I mean, again, going back to the Tony Robbins thing, this is uh, (laughs) priming just like the, the way I understand it is like the cold shower. Is that well? Is that- it can be a cold shower, which is what I do. But yeah. when you when he primes, he primes in a cold tank, and it, and I don't know if you ever saw I Am Not Your Guru, Guru yeah, yeah. which is yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. But he basically goes out into the back his backyard. He has an eight foot cylinder pool that's in right his backyard yeah. that's full of cold water and i think it's 57 to, degrees I yeah, actually some, read that it's, today. yeah something yeah. pretty cold but anyway he jumps in that and um and plunges up and down yeah and it and it basically there's something about that cold hitting your body and the synapses and all that i mean it certainly helps out for for us older guys as we get out there and work out and women too but but um that cold water there's something about it that 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 uh, begs off inflammation uh in the in the in your joints and extremities and things of that nature so i mean there's there's some i mean a lot of people say oh that's all science or whatever there, there there's some there's some legitimate truth to mm-hmm. that and it does work i have personally personally started taking cold shower that is my primary shower way right. of taking is of taking showers is cold showers and i got to tell you it is i i don't like hot showers anymore that's how long i've been taking cold showers oh, and i really enjoy it and i remember when i was studying in germany i i, I went to germany and um, studied gothic and romanesque architecture of all things and i remember going to a very small village uh in northern germany and uh, I stayed at this really small uh, bed and breakfast, and there, there were a bunch of older people that were in this sauna. And all they would do is every few minutes, they'd go into the sauna, they'd get really warm, and then there was a plunge pool outside. And this was the middle of winter, and they would jump into that plunge pool, and it was freezing. And then it would it would just it would just be it would just I mean if you could just imagine somebody just taking a block of ice and placing it on your back so that you couldn't get up. That's how cold it was. But it was invigorating at the same time. And so, you know, obviously not you you weren't in there long enough to develop hypothermia or right. anything like that. Yeah. But there's just something about it. And 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 uh, those cryo chambers, that's a big deal yeah. now. It's something I want to try. But you know, there's something to be said for for just, you know, getting getting some cold water on you in the morning first thing um can really um really have some long term benefits for you. So that's awesome. So you, we've got the priming down, you know, we've got some, some basic morning rituals out of the way. What's next? What, what do you, what do you put in your body? What kind of food, what kind of beverages do you, do you have first thing in the I morning? I think it's, I think it's going to be different for different people. And I think maybe, I feel like you're kind of setting me up because you know of my bullet, my bullet I coffee. Do. That's routine. exactly what, that's exactly. my bulletproof coffee That was routine. a leading question. So, yeah, it, it was definitely a leading question. Um, anyway, I, I'm a big fan of bulletproof coffee and bulletproof coffees essentially take your, your, your best, um, black 
cup of coffee. Um, I usually make a, an espresso uh, with Italian coffee, and then I mix it with about a pat of about a, a, a teaspoon's worth of grass-fed butter. And then I put that in um, into a blender with MCT oil. And those are medium um, chain triglyceride oils. Um, and you can find them in coconut and, and there are a couple of other flavors that they serve them in. And, and, uh, Dave Asprey, the guy that founded Bulletproof Coffee, you know, he's got some, you know, single solution methods of creating Bulletproof Coffee for the everyday person. But this is what I do every morning. And I have this coffee and I take in these good fats. And the thing that I've found in, in drinking this coffee, it's, and it's about, you know, eight to 12 ounces. Um, with the grass-fed butter, with the uh, MCT oil, that it is it it is an appetite suppressant, but it also gives me good fats that that allows me to circulate. And I've had my blood tested and done all this, and I'm highly suggesting that anybody that wants to put butter in their coffee, uh, an MCT oil needs to do a blood test. And I'm, I'm putting all those disclaimers out there, so don't just say Randy said to do this and do that. I listen to a lot of different programs. I've learned a lot, um, but I follow Dave Asprey, who talks about you know brain health, and um, one of his one of his routines is this bulletproof coffee. And I, I kept hearing about it. I said, well, I've got to try it. So I've been doing it regularly now for about uh, seven or eight months. I had a blood test before I started doing it just to kind of see what my baseline was, where I was. My blood, had, my 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 cholesterol levels have actually gone down oh, wow. on grass-fed butter and MCT oil, which I like. I basically take it five to six days a week. Mm-hmm. And I have it first thing in the morning. That will let that gives me enough of an app that gives that takes away my appetite too. So I usually don't have lunch until one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just it is that kind of filling beverage, and there's no sugar or anything in it. And there's just it's just I just call it just thick creaminess. That's all it is. It's just coffee creaminess is the best way to describe it. You don't put any um, you don't put any milk or anything in it, which. Um, by the way, changes the makeup of coffee. Caffeine, coffee is actually pretty good for you for the most part. I mean, everything in moderation, but the minute that you add any type of milk product to it, it changes the chemical makeup of the coffee. And so I don't put any milk or creamer in my coffee, but um, I swear by the Bulletproof creamer, uh, the Bulletproof uh, coffee. And it's, it's, you can you can go online to Amazon. You can look up Dave Asprey A S P R E Y, and we'll we'll put some links in the show notes to to some of the stuff that he talks about. He's actually got a podcast too, um, and he's really he's really on the extreme of it. I just do the bulletproof coffee because it works for me, and that's kind of my routine. But I also get in get in a nice you know liter of water first thing in the morning to rehydrate because you actually do dry out overnight while you're mm-hmm. sleeping. So I certainly do rehydrate. And then that's pretty much about it. And and I'm good until about noontime or later, especially with the Bulletproof coffee. So no breakfast? No, nah, very rarely do I eat breakfast. Okay. Um, you know, and it's not so much, I'm not, this This is just my routine. This right. is what I do. Right. Um, and I'm not suggesting anybody do this, but I don't introduce a lot of sugars into my food until later in the day. And even then, I've actually cut back on the amount of, of, of uh, fruit that I take in and all that. Um, and I, you know, I try to eat more green leafy vegetables and that kind of helps out. But yeah, that's, that's just kind of my MO. And every now and then I might have oatmeal because I, I have three growing boys in the house and they eat oatmeal. And yes, 
on a Saturday morning, if the wife makes pancakes, I'm eating pancakes. There you go. I might have it with the Bulletproof coffee, but I'm going to have some pancakes. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, too. I'm not suggesting that um, that people just totally go off the deep end, but I just think that these routines help out to kind of get you into a different mindset where you know every morning when I wake up, there's a couple things I'm going to do. I'm either going to pray and meditate. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and and read a little bit. I'm going to journal a little bit, get my thoughts down on paper, and then you know I'm going to I'm going to work out uh, and work out my body, and and then you know you kind of go from there. But the, I mean, it's just that that getting into that routine of doing that, getting into the habit of doing that every day, day in and day out really can go a long way in helping you be successful and overcoming any challenges that you might be facing. Right. So there's a, you know, some statistic, I don't know exactly what it is. Like it takes three weeks or 21 days to to develop a habit. Right. So what, what are some action steps? So like, I'll be a great test example. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty unrefined right now. I don't have too many solid morning rituals. What would be the the path of least resistance to to start doing these consistently? Because like the consistency part is the real key here. Mm-hmm. You can do it two days. You're not going to see the benefit. Right. It's that you got to have that X percent improvement over yeah. a sustained period of time to actually see it. So what would be since you've been doing it? You know, you've been doing bulletproof coffee for seven eight months. You know, you've been exercising every morning for I mean, however long. I know. I see. Just so you know, I see. Rain every time. By the time I wake up and you know I pull up Instagram in the morning, right? Randy has already gone on a run and posted about it. <laughs> yeah, and like has done like an anchor recording yeah, with and my like, an- yeah. with my rise and grind pose. Yeah. I kind of get up in the morning and definitely do that just as a, as a way of you know kind of getting getting the day started right. So yeah, I mean I think it's just getting into the habit of doing that. Um, and and again these habits they start with they start with the simple first step. Right. And I'm not suggesting something to somebody that's difficult to do. I just think you have to kind of make time for it. And I know in this industry, in the design space and construction space, you know, people are constantly busy. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're burning the candle on both ends here, even at Zwei Group. And so I know what it's like for our clients and I know what they, what they go through. And, you know, when you're, when you're working on a deadline, you've got projects going out. There is that one little space where if you can kind of give yourself that one hour in the morning, to get yourself organized and just make it for you. Mm-hmm. Even if you break it up into those, do those four things that we mentioned in 15 minute blocks, 15 minutes of, you know, prayer or meditation, 15 minutes of reading, 15 minutes of journaling and 15 minutes of exercise. You do that in a routine. It will make a difference in the long run. It right. will make a difference in your performance. Mm-hmm. It'll make a difference in your outlook because you'll feel like, wow, I get more done. You know, we, we've heard that saying before, you know, in the military, in the army, I think the army, they, you get these guys get more things done before 9 a.m. than most people do in a day. And, you know, you, you listen to some of these guys. There's uh, Jocko Willink. Um, Willink, Willink yeah. I think it's Jocko Willink. He's a Navy, ex-Navy SEAL, uh, retired and, um, he served his country well for many years, but one of the things he talks about is getting up at 4.45 every morning, you know, morning in and morning out, Monday, I mean, seven days a week. It's just because he said, by because by the time he gets to seven or eight o'clock, he's already done more than most people will do the whole day. And he's still got the whole day to, to, to have, 
You know, when you think of it, you're like, man, that's right. It's true. It's just that getting over that mental block of getting up that early, you know, mm-hmm. look, I have a hard time and I get up at 515 every morning and I have a hard time with that. It's not easy, but, um, you know, he, God bless him. Cause that extra, that extra half hour means everything in the world from 445 to 515. So I, I'll take it every day. I'm not Jocko, but I mean, he certainly, um, makes a case for how you get into that routine. It can make a difference for you. So. Um, so yeah, I, I really, um, I really see that, you know, in terms of a hack, you know, the hack is simply getting into a routine that works well for you, whatever it is. Don't do Randy's routine. Don't do Sanjay's routine. Don't do Jocko's routine or Tony Robbins for that matter. Do your routine, do you and do it the best way that you know how, and then, you know, see the results, you know, how, how do things, you know, how do things go in the office? Are you more responsive when you're in meetings? Are you more focused? Are you able to carry yourself throughout the whole day and get, get as much work as you can get done? These are the things that you need to be looking at when it comes to during these morning routines and kind of getting things going. So. I mean, I think that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that's it. Well, folks, you know, we just wanted to kind of share this with you, uh, this, this, this life hack, uh, if you will, of a, of a morning routine. And, and this was something that Sanjay and I have been playing around with. And we thought, man, this would be really interesting to talk about. And, and we hear it so much. Uh, at least I hear it when I listen to other podcasts and it's, it's always a topic of discussion, uh, with other successful people and, and every successful person that I've listened to, Ariana Huffington, all of them have a morning routine mm-hmm. and I don't care what it is. I mean, yes, Zuckerberg gets up at eight. I get it. And that's, he's famous for that. That's his routine. He does it every day, day in and day out. If you're not Mark Zuckerberg, then, you know, do whatever works for you, whether it's eight o'clock in the morning or 515 or 445 or whatever. I know people that get up even earlier than that. But the bottom line is have a routine. But if you can, like Hal Elrod talks about in the Miracle Morning Makeover, kind of fit in some of those key ingredients, the reading, the the journaling, um, you know, the exercise and the prayer and or meditation, you can kind of take some time for yourself and 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 deposit back into yourself things that are constantly being leaked out on a daily basis. Because we all, we all struggle with this. Every one of yeah, us, every person agreed. walking the face of this, this earth struggles with that. And so it's the one way for you to give yourself something back that will help you be the best version of yourself that you can be. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, that's, 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 that's all we have for now. Um, we, um, I really want to thank you guys uh, and I want to encourage you uh, today to get a free subscription of Civil Plus Structural Engineer magazine. And to sweeten the pot, we are throwing in a couple of issues of the Zweig letter, too. We've got this whole new Zweig letter subscription program that's coming out really soon. Uh, where you'll be able to basically get a, a copy, a digital copy of the Zweig letter for everybody in your office. That's mega. I know. It's it's huge. If I've got 100 people working for me, I can get a copy for everyone, and I won't go broke doing it. So there's a lot of information about that mm-hmm. on the website at zweiggroup.com. But check that out. Um, you can visit free tzl.zygroup.com and leave us your email address. We'll take care of the rest. Everything will be delivered to you electronically. In addition, if your firm is looking to hire great talent, please join our mailing list for AEC Workforce. Just text the word hire faster to 66866 and that will get you on the list 
where you will learn more about this upcoming job board for the design and construction industry. As a reminder, all Zui Group Media programs like this one are available in both podcast and video format, free for download on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and even in some cases, YouTube, just to name a few places. A link to all of this information, including contact information for Sanjay and myself, will be in our show notes. And we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes or wherever you tune into this show and give us a five-star rating and share this link with a friend. Remember, sharing is caring. Sanjay, I don't know about you, but I've been having a lot of fun with these um, uh, Life Hacker series. So we're going to come back and we're going to do some more. We have to. Yeah. So if, if our listening audience has anything specific that they'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, please share. This podcast isn't exclusively about how design firms become better. It is part of it, but part of the design firm are, are the designers, are the people, the actual people behind the scenes, behind the curtain, if you will. And so we also want to focus on you, the individual, as opposed to just you, the company. So uh, we're going to do it all. But if you have a topic that you'd like us to talk about or discover, please uh, shoot us an email. Let us know your thoughts. Give us some feedback on this particular podcast. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to be doing some new things in the future. There's some some future announcements coming up that I think you guys will be excited mm -hmm. about. But uh, I certainly want to encourage you. So I'm Randy Wilburn. I'm Sundra Jenkins. And you've been listening to Zwei Group Media, part of Zwei Group. Remember, we exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free transcript of this or any episode of our podcast, please visit info.zweiggroup.com slash podcast. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about finance, HR, and marketing your firm, subscribe to the print or digital version of the Zweig Letter online at zweiggroup.com slash publications. Thank you.